Hello, and welcome to the Thrive in Change podcast. I'm Shannon LaBruyere. Hello, everybody. It's me, Shannon LaBruyere. I am live and loving it tonight because tonight is an epic evening of exploring the Thrive and Change principles that are going to actually allow us not just to do okay during all the upheaval that we're seeing, but actually thrive and do awesome. And I have a special guest. I will introduce her in just a minute. Uh, First, a couple of announcements. So first of all, I want to thank our sponsor, Thumb Roast Coffee, because Thumb Roast Coffee not only makes the best coffee in the world, well, the best coffee I've ever drunk. I'll put it that way. I don't want to exaggerate, right? So it's the best coffee I've ever drunk, but they're also offering Thrive in Change listeners and viewers 15% off. And all you have to do is go to thumbroastcoffee.com and put in the discount code THRIVE, T-H-R-I-V-E, and you will get 15% off. And you can drink the same awesome coffee that I get to drink. So yeah, Barbara's uh, (laughs) celebrating with me, which I love. Yes. So hold on a second. Let me make sure we got it. All right. So next thing is for those of you who are accustomed to catching Sunday Night Live on the replay, Don't forget that there is a podcast that features the audio from Sunday Night Live. And a lot of you have chimed in and said, oh, thank God, because sometimes you just can't make it, right? You just can't make it, especially on a day like Father's Day when you're celebrating. So the Thrive and Change podcast is available for you. You can find it on Spotify. You can find it on Apple iTunes, which I think they call Apple Podcasts now. I don't know, whatever, Apple, do their thing. Find the podcast, search for Shannon LaBruyere, Thrive and Change, you'll find it, bam, you're done. All right, already we have a fun welcome from Carol. Carol's in the house. (laughs) Carol, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. And now I want to introduce our special guest. Oops, hold on. I got to get rid of our, there we go, so we can see you. Hello, Ms. Barbara Little. everyone. <sighs> Barbara, it's awesome to have you. Thank you, first of all. Thank you. Thank you for being here on a Sunday evening when I know you had a full day. Right? No place I'd rather be here. Well, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Uh, guys, um, Barbara has a resume a mile long. Uh, Just so you know that she's truly legit. Barbara's an attorney and she doesn't mess around. (laughs) She tells it like it is. She is a great negotiator. Uh, She has her own company called Purpose by Design. She is a business coach. She is an international speaker. She has a heart, especially for women. And so for the women who are watching and listening, you are going to love hearing from Barbara. But the most important thing about Barbara to me is that she is a mentor. And I met Barbara when I first dipped my toe into the water of becoming a certified coach and trainer with John Maxwell. And I was supposed to sign up for some classes. You know how when you're doing something new, right? I signed up for some classes and I was supposed to choose a mentor And I took a list at all of the people who were helping us newbies to get acclimated, you know, and not totally waste all of our money that we had invested. (laughs) Barbara, did you think that was your job to just keep us from wasting all of our money? No, I thought my job was to help you become all you could be. Yeah. Well, when I went down the list of mentors, I saw Barbara's name. And I saw that she had worked a lot with the military and the government, which you guys know, I had a 30 some year career with the postal service. So I was like, oh, she understands government. She speaks my language, right? And she worked with the military and she's an attorney. She'll keep me in line, you guys. I just knew it. I didn't know all this. (laughs) 
<laughs> I just knew that she was going to be the one who would keep me in line. And what made it even better was that at the time, she was located in our home state of Michigan, my home state. So it was awesome to be able to pick somebody that I felt like knew home, but that also had all the qualities that I felt like I needed. And I'm not going to lie, I needed every last one of them. And Barbara, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart as my mentor, because if it were not for you, just you, I would not be doing what I'm doing today. I would not be doing it. I would have wasted my money, Barbara. I would have crapped out. I would have decided that maybe I was better off doing who knows what, but it wouldn't have involved being on Facebook Live interviewing cool people. And so, you're doing well at it, Shannon. And, and uh, the world would have missed you. Thank you. Thank the you. World. Wow. And Barbara, it, that's not just true for me, right? I'm not the only person that's true for. It's true for every last person. Yes. Yeah. It is, Shannon. Yeah. All of us have something to offer mm. that's unique and wonderful and great. Yeah. Um, and impactful and significant to the world. Yeah. And it's such a great time to get with people and to pull that out of each other. Yes. Right? We're gotta we're better together. Yes, we are. Well, let me take a scroll here. So I am so delighted. Some of our folks are actually commenting. So if you are watching, put your name up there. Put your comment. We would love to know you're in the house. And I see some really cool people. Laura Granger is here. She's one of my live stream leadership ladies in our mastermind. So Hi, is Carol. Um, Shani Shan is here. Yeah. <laughs> Carla Andrews. And Hi, just a, a little um, tidbit, uh, Ms. Carla Andrews is going to be talking with us in two weeks about trust the process. So that'll be exciting. Uh, Mary Edwards. Oh, I'm so glad you're here. And, and uh, yeah, this is awesome. So if you're here, say hi. And um, I'm learning this new thing. Oh, Rinalda Sullivan, welcome. So I'm learning this new thing um, that I can just hit this little button and like Sean, hello, ladies. And there's Sean. So thank you, Mary. Yay. Thank you for being here. Rinalda, so good to see you. Rinalda must be is Ronaldo in Barbados? Where is Ronaldo? Because she says it's great to oh, see us. Oh, in in, uh, in Maryland. In Maryland. Oh, so she thinks it's still daytime. You're right. Okay, so with that, let me let everybody know that tonight's hashtag is bring the honor. Our Thrive and Change principle that we're going to talk about for the next little bit is hashtag bring the honor. When you make comments or you share some of this on Facebook, put that hashtag in there so that when somebody goes looking for it, Facebook or Instagram will take them right to it, okay? And with that, Barbara, share from your heart. Tell us what bring the honor means to you in in these current days, but I don't care. Oh you, can go, you can go oh back God. to ancient history if you want. So take it away, you know, my friend. You know, well, thank you, Shannon, and I'm so glad to be here. And everyone, I'm, I'm so glad to be here uh, with my friend Shannon. There's so much I can say about her. I will say this, that one of the things that I immediately knew about uh, Shannon is that she did honor people mm -hmm. from the moment I met her. Yeah. And um, and I've just been having a love fest ever since, you know? Yeah. So, and I also want to tell your husband, happy Father's Day today and all of the men out there. Um but, you know, Shannon, if you had asked me this a couple of months ago, yeah. I might have said something a little differently. Ooh, tell me more. Um, I, I think the core of what I believe honor is, okay, um, is absolutely the same. I just think that we have to learn how it shows up mm. and how to deal with that in the environment that we're in. And so, you know, I've always thought, and I, I say this, I'm a person of faith, and you know that. Mm -hmm. So I, I think my, yes, I, so I take what I believe as honor, yeah. um, really from a biblical standpoint. Okay. Of a biblical standpoint of um, ha really having value. You know, if you mm -hmm. think, if you, get, uh, if you research honor in the New Testament, it means to, to have value, mm -hmm. to, mm -hmm. to, be, to, add, uh, to have value in people. 
Yeah. Um, and if you think about it, um, all of the places where it tells us to have, have value, I think of, you know, honoring your mother and father. Yeah. It's about people. It's about adding value to people. Mm-hmm. And so that's really the New Testament definition of honor. But whether or not you're a person of faith, um, I really believe that honor really begins with values, mm-hmm. your belief, who you are, and how you value people. Okay. And I, I think there are things that will keep us on track in terms of how we honor and how we think of people and how we think of um just various things in our life. You know, you said I'm a negotiator, and I always tell people that in life and in business, you always have to know, Shannon, what your non-negotiables are. Yeah. These are things that no matter what happens in life that you don't move from. Mm. These these are my values. This is my core. This is who I am. Um, so you have to know that. And as you know what your values are, you learn who you are. Mm. Um, you value people, whether or not you know them, whether or not they're from the same background, whether or not they're a different gender, that you honor them because they're created in the image of God, yeah. I believe that's where honor starts. Yeah. I believe that's where honor starts, uh, Shannon. So uh, tonight I just want to share a couple of things um, in terms of how to live out honor, because I think honor is something you live out. Oh. It's not just something we say. Oh. It's just not something that we say, oh, I honor you, or I honor that institution, because there are institutions that we honor, there are symbols that we honor, that we honor those things. But it has to be something that we collectively live out. So I would ask people tonight just to consider this. In terms of your values, understand what your values are. And I think if people stay on this track, Shannon, Mm -hmm. that we'll all be okay. We'll be able to come to the table with different minds, different thoughts. Um, I love Stephen Covey when he says, seek first to understand, then to be understood. So I think if we come and bring the honor to whatever place we are, whatever table we are, if we bring the honor, yeah. everything else will work out. Yeah. I really, we won't be so fearful. We won't be so fearful of having conversations. Mm. We won't be so fearful of loving people. We won't be so fearful of saying, I don't understand. If you bring the honor first, Yeah. you bring the honor first. Okay. So, um, I'm a person who I'm able to sit at a table with anyone that may have polar opposite views than I do. Okay. Polar opposite views and honor that person. Wow. I think it's in the values. I think it's in being true to yourself and who you want to show up as. Because if you decide who you're showing up as, Shannon, you show up all the time as very gracious. Thank you. You know, even when you may not feel like being gracious, you show up very quick. Mm-hmm. Gra- but you've made a conscious decision to show up that way. Yeah. Okay. So so you're you're saying you, you can sit at the table with somebody who believes totally the opposite of you and you can value them. Um, so explain to me how, how does that not feel like agreement? You know what I mean? When you're, especially if you, if you're right, doggone it. Well, that's, you know what, but you know what I learned a long time ago? I've been married 35 years. Oh. We just had 35 years last week. Congratulations. And, but I learned a long time ago that sometimes it's not about being right. Okay. When I was younger, it was about being right, honey. I, Abby, I, I'm right, okay? <laughs> the principle of the thing. The greater good of sitting at the table mm. is not about being right. Yeah. I was sitting, and I'll give you an example. I was sitting at a table with... Uh, Caucasian man uh, a few years ago and we were in a um, training and you know how they turn to you and say well ask the person this and talk about this and we were having great conversation and then the person asked something that was that seemed like we were politically on the different ends and his body language changed he became so uncomfortable and I said to him no you don't need to be uncomfortable I said because even if we disagree and we don't know that yet but even if we disagree I'm a person, I can sit at the table with you and honor you and disagree. Right. And it changed this, the whole atmosphere changed. Yeah. So yeah. what I'm saying is, yeah, I can. And, and I'm not saying it's easy. Oh, good. Because if someone sits across the table from you, Shannon, and say, hey, Shannon, I don't really like you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't like you for reasons that are, are you know, are, are superficial. I'm not saying it's easy. Yeah. But I'm saying that we're at a point, Shannon, where it's necessary. 
Mm. I think it's necessary to have the conversation. Yeah. It's not that we're always going to change people's minds about whatever it is we're discussing. Right. It's about willing to come to the table and understand. I really do believe, when I first heard Stephen Covey's quote years ago, mm-hmm. I just loved it. But as I get older and live more, yeah. I really understood the depth of it. Yeah. If you're first to see, see, I may not agree with you, and I may not even understand why you think the way you do. Right. But I'm willing to ask the question. I'm willing to ask the question. Right. And until we get comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah. We've got to be comfortable being uncomfortable, Shannon, in order to really move the needle. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if we bring honor to the table first and we're, we're loyal and we're loving and we, if I could say that, you know what, I honor you, Shannon, because you are created in the image of God. We could start there. We could start there. That's... And you're the only creation yeah. that's created in his image. Yeah. And so I honor you because I honor God. Right. Start there. Right. So, and there might not be another thing you can agree on. Absolutely. <laughs> and I've met people like that. But yeah. I will honor you because you are created in the image of God. And that's my, I'm bringing that honor. I'm bringing it with me. That right. other person might not that's value right. me at all. They might not even believe in God. doesn't matter. I'm bringing it. doesn't it. matter. Got it. It doesn't matter. And I... I, I, I'm bringing the honor and and able to have conversations mm-hmm. that may be difficult. There's so many things that we don't understand and all we have to do is ask the question. Yeah. But if you come to a table with honor and you come to a table with respect, mm-hmm. there's a certain way it sets the ground rules for how we're going to communicate. Yes. Because I honor you, there's a certain way I'm going to speak to you. That's right. Because I honor you, oh, I made vehemently disagree with you. Yeah. But I'm always going to remember that you're a person and I'm going to honor that. So for me, bringing honor to the table means that I'm number one, I understand who you are in, in terms of who you were created to be. That's number one. Okay. And number two, I bring certain values to the table, Mm -hmm. certain values of love and, and loyalty of honesty of integrity to the table. Yeah. Um, and then I've come to the table, Shannon, um, willing to be wrong. Oh, Barbara. <laughs> I'm seeing people wince right now. They're like, no, yeah. no. I come to the table willing to be wrong. Oh, wow. wow. Have you ever had a conversation with, just think about it, with someone you love, your husband or something, and, and in the middle of the discussion, you kind of realize at the point that you're, ooh, I might be wrong. Yes. Do you just, Recently, do you just yeah. Your position, just because, yeah. or do you say, you know what, honey, you you're right. I didn't I think. Used to, I used to be the first to share and just keep arguing. Well, <laughs> is that why you became an attorney? Yeah, I, I'm not moving from my position. I'm not moving from my position. And then I understood that the loving thing to do, the honorable thing to do, is to say, you know, I hear you. And I actually think that you might be right. Right. Or at least I understand what you're saying. Right. So, you know, Shan, I know that you you have your program, and your program has this principle of honor. Yes. And 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 I know because you have incorporated this principle into the program that it is extremely successful in terms of how you show up. And it dictates Mm -hmm. how you show up. Yeah. It just takes how you show up. Yeah. So for me, um, the word the word really is about, and I think for all of us to really think about who is it and what we honor. I honor people, Shannon. I, I honor institutions, um, but sometimes they don't show. Honor doesn't show up the way we think it does. I, you're going right down the road that yeah. I was... Okay, go, go, no, you go. You go. You're on it. Tell me where you're going, Jen. How can... How... What if honoring this person feels like I'm dishonoring my heritage? What if... Yes. Yeah. And see, these are the conversations, Sean, we need to have. Yeah. Because I understand that when people 
talk about, and we're having an open conversation here, guys. So y'all just tune in, okay? Whew. I Sometimes we look at Confederate flags. Yeah. We look at the U.S. flag. Yeah. We look at a number of things, and they're symbols. Yes, they are. And there's some heritage that comes along with that. Yes. So when I say I come to the table and I'm saying, okay, let me seek first to understand. Okay. To understand that there are certain things, Shannon, that I grew up with mm-hmm. that it would be hard-pressed for me to pull away from. Yeah. It was the foundation of who I am. Yeah. But what if I say, well, let me understand, though. Mm-hmm. Let me understand why you feel so vehemently the way you do. Then I might understand what that represents to you. Yeah. And I, for me, I believe that the highest form of love is being unselfish mm-hmm. and putting people first and thinking about the totality of what we're talking about. Yeah. If uh, and and so I think that those conversations are conversations that are difficult. They're not one-time conversations. Right. They're conversations to sit back and to say, yes, Shannon, I know you did that, and it was good for you, mm-hmm. but was it good for me? Yeah. And for me to sometimes say, well, Shannon, that honors you, but does it honor me? And is there a place where both of us yes. can be honored, can I, I bring honor? Absolutely. Yeah. I think, you know, my husband and I was telling you we've been married for 35 years. And one of the reasons we've been happily married for 35 years is, so awesome. is because we said, we said this. It doesn't, we disagree every day. Okay. <laughs> he says 50 times a month, but you know, I'm saying, he says I'm the number Who's man. counting? Well, this, is what he, this is what he always says. He says, it's not that you disagree. He said, whatever decision you come to, what God honors in the, is the process by which you came to that decision. Okay. He honors the love and the thought by which you came to that conclusion. Yeah. Not necessarily that someone's right and, and you're wrong. So yes, it is it's different. And and it feels it feels we don't have the conversation. So what we do is we we get in our polar opposite corners. Mm-hmm. We say this is what I think. Yep. This is what I feel. This is the way I grew up. This is my heritage. And so we don't agree. And so now we're enemies. That's right. Yeah. No. Mm. Yeah. So, I, I, but I do know this. I do know that we are going to have to have the conversations. We are going to have the conversation. The issue with the flag. I, I think about the flag going back to law school when the issue of burning the United States flag first came up. Right. Burning the flag. Okay. Not anything new. Right. It was a huge issue in the country. It was litigated at the United States Supreme Court. It's been in federal courts. It's been litigated all over. Mm-hmm. Um, to think about the symbolism of it. Yeah. Okay. And what it means for our country. Yeah. And then to think about somebody actually burning that flag. Yeah. Okay. The, the, what it came down to in the final analysis is that to tell someone they can't do that and they consider it an expression of um, free speech. Okay. Violates the First Amendment. Yeah. So now I may totally disagree with that. Right. Okay? Right. But I can't have that and then be on the other side and say, but I'm able to say whatever I want. I'm, I'm, I'm able to speak, I'm able to have free speech but I don't want you to have free speech, Shannon, if, if you're gonna bur- if it means you're burning the flag. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's very it's very difficult. Right. Uh, and and to understand, I think about the flag a lot because to understand that to me that flag represents something so monumental and so huge. Right. But to understand that it also represents subsets of culture. Yeah. And I honor that I honor that flag. I honor that symbolism. Which means that, but do I honor that symbolism more than I honor the subset, the subcultures of people, the subsetness of people who represent flag represent? Yeah. So, you know, I think that honor, a lot of times we, we talk about honor in a blanket form that, that there are certain things you should, you should just honor. You should just honor 
And anything that you do that I think um, falls outside of that is mm-hmm. a dishonor. Right. But I, I think we need to have the conversation. Yeah, the I conversation. And, and I'll, I'll tell anybody, I'm the best person to have it with Shannon because uh, I will love you. I'll, look, I'll have the conversation. We will disagree. I'll walk away with Shannon and love you just yeah. as much as I did when I came to the table. Right, right. Because that's what you determined before you got there. Absolutely. I'm bringing, I'm I'm bringing love to this. I, I'm bringing love to this. And, yeah. and I'm, I won't allow what someone else thinks to change who I am. Gotcha. And it's not easy to do. It's not easy to do, Shannon. There are things that happen in your life. You say, mm. uh-huh. you know, you'll be upset about it. You'll be mad about it. And it is a fight a lot of times not to allow things to change who you are at your core. I think most people, we don't agree. We can't bring honor. We don't bring honor mm-hmm. um, because we lose perspective. Right. And it's easy to lose perspective. It is easy to lose perspective. Yeah. You know, if you've been through certain things and you've experienced certain things that, and you say people don't understand, it is very easy and quick to lose perspective, but mm-hmm. it will not allow you to move forward. It just won't. Right. The conversation. You keep going back to that. We have to have the conversation. Have to have the conversation. We have to have the conversation. Um, I'm going to confess I fell down one time, just once. Um, and I was on a road trip with a person that um, we're we're different. We're we have we have differences, but I felt like on on just things that I value immensely. I felt like this person and I. We believe the same things. And she told me something that she believed that was so shocking to me, that was so offensive. It felt like it got to my core, Barbara. It really it felt like it got to my core and I couldn't listen. So I was like, How could you? How could you even oh, oh, oh. I I just knew that she would see this issue the same way I did. And she didn't. And I, that was no conversation. That was me derailing the whole thing. I do not want to hear that. And she got defensive and I got defensive and we've got this thing going. And it occurs to me that tomorrow I'm going to make a phone call and say, tell me more about that. I'm gonna, yeah, tell me more about that. It because it was a, an issue that's near and dear to my heart, um, really near and dear, that I would have thought that a fellow Christian would have seen it the yeah. same way. And, and that's when you really get indignant, <laughs> when you, like, the person has the same values I have. How could they think that differently than I do? And, but I, you know what? I always look at stuff like that, Shannon, and I say, because I've had friends, and I say, you know what? There's something that we are not understanding the same way. And, and mm-hmm. we have taken, and we, we're we're so incensed right now. Right, right. We, we can't see that. We're just like, right. first of all, we're so shocked. I'm so right. shocked that you believe that, or, or that my friend believes that. And it's so different. I thought we were on the same page. I thought we were. And it almost feels like an enemy showed up. It does. And this this fear of, well, if you think that, what else do you think? Absolutely. But you know what? And this is this has helped me a little, a lot. And I I didn't use it in this situation. And I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pursue that conversation, Barbara. Um, but what I've also discovered is this: is that it is really a good idea if if I don't agree or if I haven't changed my mind or maybe they convince me and I do to still say. This is really great food for thought. <laughs> I don't have, nobody said I have to cast my vote immediately. It's not American Idol or, you know, America's, you know, whatever, the voice. You, we, can, we can let that simmer and say, this has been a great conversation. Thank you for the food for thought. I am really going to give this some, some of my attention. But now, after I do that, Barbara... Sometimes, and this happens for me sometimes, yeah. sometimes one of my core values is being a person who's sure of my values. So if it's mm-hmm. 
if it's getting close to those, but I know how I show up. I've already made some decisions, some rocks in my life that I thought were solid. And what they're saying, what if I'm wrong? Right? And I have to rethink it. Where do you go with that fear that says, what if this does make me change my mind? That's why we don't have the conversations. The The, fear. The underlying theme of why we don't have the conversations, Shannon, is fear. Yes, it is. Yeah. Fear of what if I if I even think about agreeing with you, Shannon, or realizing that you might be right, what do I lose? What do I have to give up? Yeah. In order to do that, because the other thing is, I have fifteen friends that feel the same way I do. I yeah. I so I can lose other fifteen friends, Shannon, for you. Right. That's that's the reality. Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. the reality. So what happens is, is it makes us. It makes us become inauthentic to who we are. Mm-hmm. Because I can't show up here as one person and then show up someplace else as another person. Uh-huh. Well, Shannon, mm-hmm. I'm going to talk to you, but I don't want the other 14 people to know I'm talking to you. Because if they do, they know that we don't agree. And so I think to have, Shannon, it's so important to have the conversation. Yeah. So I'm not really, I'll tell you, one of the places where I'm, willing i'm willing to spend my time now at mm-hmm. tables where people are really willing to have the conversation and it's not an issue of being superficial about it i think that we are so far from being superficial superficiality will not promote change no it won't i agree and one of the things that i do see are millennials who oh. a lot of people think are some of the most desirable people there are but they do yeah. but i love millennials i love yeah. millennials but I think millennials are going to force the issue. Whatever the issue is, whether it's race, whether it's a police brutality, whatever it is, millennials are going to, and it's not just millennials, but a lot of them are millennials, they're going to force the conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I always, and this is, this is what I think, because we then have to deal with our hearts. What's in my heart? What's in my heart? Shannon, I pray every day and ask God to show me what's in my heart. Oh, my God. Because he says the heart is deceitfully wicked. It is. Right. We fool ourselves. We fool ourselves. I'm a good person. It's not my heart, Shannon. It might be other people's heart, but it's not mine. So I have to search it. And sometimes I'm like, wow. Have Have you ever been in a situation where... You had a thought came to you and you said, ooh, I didn't know that was in me. Oh, gosh, yes. Like, yeah. like ooh, ooh, ooh. yesterday. I didn't, know, I, didn't know, I didn't think I was still upset about that. Yeah. I'm jealous. Where heart, did that come from? Yes. It's your heart being revealed. Yeah. We should. Okay. So we need to welcome that. Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> that we, we need, need to, to welcome that. that, those awarenesses when they pop up and we go, this is not what I'm used to thinking or feel. This is uncomfortable. It's you have to be uncomfortable. Got it. You can't. Have, you can't say. You know, I use the word friends. I don't use friends loosely. Mm-hmm. I think friends are people who see you through the seasons of your life, yeah. the good, bad, and the ugly. Mm-hmm. I think friends are people who are there for you in the hard times. Yeah. People are there who see the ugly today, but they understand you're still a really good person today. <laughs> you just see the ugly. You know? Just a bad day. <laughs> Yeah, and then the friends are able to say, you know, I would, I think that you probably should really think about that. Yeah. It doesn't show up well on you. Yeah. Because let me tell you what, how much of this affects when we don't have real conversations, Shannon. You can't really mentor a person you won't have a real conversation with. Bring it on. You, you mentor a person who you are worried about them being offended at everything you say. And I realize this. This is a, you want to hear a truth for me? I'd love to. Let me hear a truth. Cause you talked about mentors. I've had mentors, you know, led mentors in the last several years. They've never criticized me. Hmm. And I say constructive input. I love that constructive and, input. Yeah. And I say, I say, why is that? Hmm. Why is that? Yeah. Is it because I'm a woman? 
Mm-hmm. And you think I'm going to cry? <laughs> I might cry, but I'm not crying in front of you. <laughs> Am I going to cry? Is it because I'm a person of color? What What is it? You think I'm going to be wow. offended? Wow. But what it does, Shannon, it doesn't allow that person to get the best. Yeah. It doesn't allow me to really be good friends with Shannon, the person who could call me at one o'clock in the morning and say something and not be judged. Mm-hmm. It doesn't allow me to cry with you about things that you wouldn't share with anybody else. So, so bringing the honor sometimes means speaking the truth in love. Absolutely. Yeah. We, we say it all the time. You know, in church, we say it all the time. Speak the truth in love. Speak the truth in love. Um, until it makes us uncomfortable. And then it wasn't loving. Because if you loved me, you loving. wouldn't make me uncomfortable. Stop. Right. Stop <laughs> making me uncomfortable. Yeah. That's yeah. It. So I think, I think um, you know, and so what it does, it polarizes us. It causes us to be careful what I say. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to say that. Hey, if you say something that offends me, I'm going to say, you know, that's kind of offensive. You know why that's offensive? And you may say, no, I didn't know that was offensive, Barbara. Why is that? Okay, let's seek to understand. Okay, back to that. Yeah, if I don't have the, if I don't have the, the freedom mm-hmm. to come and to have the conversation. Yeah. Um, it stops us from advancing, Shannon. Yeah. yeah. You know, it stops us from advancing. So there's so much to unpack there, but bringing that honor. Yeah. means understanding that no matter what, where you are, mm-hmm. that I honor that you are created in the image of the God that I love. Yeah. And that he doesn't create any junk. Right. He doesn't. Right. So whatever your thoughts are, what your, if your values are, they may be different than mine. Yeah. We're going to talk about that. And I'm not saying, and there's some people that you may not, you may not choose to walk with. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's, yeah, just because... I honor you. Just because I honor you doesn't mean I have to walk. I may not walk with you. Got it. Yeah. It's just you think about it, it's just like picking you choose who your friends are. Yeah. It doesn't mean that you dislike everybody else. Yeah. But Shannon, there are people that you um you know you have like values with, you love with, you laugh with, and they're closer to you there in your community. Doesn't mean I don't love you. Right. It doesn't mean I don't love everybody else. I I can choose not to walk with you and honor you. Yeah. Sometimes I think it's easier to honor people when we're not walking with them. Well, that's true. <laughs> and, 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 and whether I respect that opinion, now that's a different thing too. Yep. Yep. Whether I respect that, what you're saying is, is a different thing. Yep. But the fact that you exist, that you're a living human being means I honor you. And that's. If you bring it to the table, Shannon. That's it. And Every if time. you work from that place of honor, yeah. and then we understand, okay, what does it mean to you? And then if we bring everything back to that place, yeah. if we were to measure everything we said by honor, hmm. I think we'd really be challenged on some of the things that we think. Well, I'm not going to lie. I'm being stretched. I'm being stretched. We're all being stretched. I'm... I'm taking a look and saying, all right, so these assumptions that I've made about my goodness. We all make assumptions about how good we are. We do. Right. It's like, maybe, maybe not so much. Maybe. And God, you know, there's nothing good in you except for me. I know. I'll take that. And then we say, oh, but I said the same God you serve, Shannon. How's that? God's saying, how's that? It's a, it's an issue of reconciliation. Yeah. And I don't think you could ever get there without having real conversations. Yeah. But if you do it in the atmosphere of honor. Yeah. Janet, you always have something to go back to. Right. I measure it by honor. Right. And then you just said something I didn't like. But I, and I don't understand, Shannon, and I don't agree with. But I honor you as an individual, as a person. Yeah. And so I'm willing to come to the table to have the difficult conversation that makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And when we do that, when we bring the honor to that, and we're willing to have the uncomfortable conversation, um, sometimes that other person is more open to seeking first to understand as well, right? And so now 
we can advance. I love it. If I give you an open table and say, hey, you know, Shannon, you can have this conversation. I had a young, I'm going to tell this story real quick. I had this young woman and I was in, I think I told you this the other day and we, we worked it together. I was in college, first year of college, and she was um, in high school, last year of high school. We worked together in a Hallmark store. Got to know Kay, really liked her. She liked me and her graduation was coming and she said, Barbara, I can't invite you to my open house. She said, my grandparents don't like black people. I see. Look how. See how you look. Yeah. I didn't look like that. I said, "Oh, thanks for telling me, Kay." I had the highest level of respect for her. Yeah. Because she didn't try to bounce around. She didn't try to say, "Oh, I better not let her know I'm having the open house." She just came out and said, yeah. "I'm having one. I'd love to have you there. This is why I'm not having you there." Right. Wow. We would have, we would have the greatest conversations. She said to me one day, I said, oh, okay, I have to go get some grease for my hair when black people put grease in their hair. <laughs> and she said, like, Crisco oil? I said, no, Kay, like hair grease. And she said, you know, white people don't put grease in their hair. We right. wash our hair to get the grease out. Right. I said, really, Kay? I didn't know that. Yeah. There's, and it, it seems so simple, but there are things we don't know about each other because yeah. we don't talk to each other. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We don't we really don't talk to each other. We talk to each other about things that are comfortable. Yeah. And anything beyond that. And and let me tell you something. If you have a question in your head mm-hmm. and you don't ask the question, mm-hmm. guess what happens? You fill it in by what you think. Oh yeah, you answer the question. Yeah. Rep, you you just wrong. What you think, and usually it's wrong. Wow. Because you don't have to tag it. Wow. So, Barbara, this this is great stuff. And you. um, and if if you've got a couple minutes, I if, do. if 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 somebody's got a question, I'm gonna read some of the comments we've got going here. But if you have a question for Barbara, uh, I would love to hear your questions so that you're not filling in the answer in your head, right? That's right. Um, but <laughs> we've probably got those too. So, um, I loved this. Um, so many people said be com- be comfortable being uncomfortable, right? That resonates with so many people willing to be wrong. Um, you don't always have to be right. Honoring the other person. So that's really resonating. And then uh, Ronaldo says you're a truth teller. And Mary Bell Edwards is still watching and she says it's good stuff. God bless you, Mary, for hanging in there. And and Carol says, yeah, this piece about that if we don't have the conversation, it stops us from advancing. And then one from from Sean, she says it's okay not to win the argument if you save the relationship, right? Wow, the big picture. So and and Carla, Carla, in true form, honoring the other person, so, so important. important. And I am so grateful. So any questions anything you want to ask Barbara because she's here and offering her wisdom I'm an open book and and nothing you can say is going to offend me something you want to know ask you know this and I love I love creating more of these environments yeah Shannon for us to have conversations I mean real conversations I think because if we don't we are you ever you ever feel like you're hitting and missing yes you're hitting and missing things yes you know um yeah i love it i love it well you guys have been so patient we ran a little long but i loved it it's valuable wonderful stuff um barbara i i am so grateful for your frankness for just being frank and honest and uh, for allowing me to know and everybody else that it, it really is okay to have the conversation, to ask the question that might make us look stupid, or we feel like, who wouldn't know that? Um, I, I remember going to band camp, and there were a bunch of us girls all in one room. I would have been, I want to say... Gosh, if I was in band camp, I would have been 12. I was a kid. 
And there was a black girl there. And I was dying to touch her hair. I was dying to touch it. <laughs> dying to touch her hair. It's like, I, I can't ask her. I'm dying to touch it. It just looks so springy. So I finally, I finally did ask, can I touch your hair? And she goes, oh, sure. And then, um, and it's funny, and we've got a lot of women watching, I know. Um, which and and the guys, I know Ron always catches this on a podcast. So Ron, just hang with us. You got women in your family, but um, it real there's so much that's wrapped up in our hair, right? So much there it the way we process our lives. I think <laughs> we process our lives as women through our hair, and so to be able to have that conversation with her and touch her hair. Um, and then fast forward when my sister and uh, one of our friends and I, we went to the state fairgrounds as part of a competition, a gospel competition. Guess who was the only white trio at this gospel competition? <laughs> you. You. It was us. And we were like, oh, this is interesting. We didn't win, by the way. And it wasn't because we were white. <laughs> it wasn't. But... Fast forward all those years, now we're adults, and there is this guy, my sister has blonde hair, very blonde hair, and there's this guy, and he just keeps staring at my sister, staring at my sister, and finally he goes, could I touch your hair? And she goes, sure. Hands it to him, he goes, thank you, I was curious. He wanted to know how it felt, you know? It was, it was. It's so interesting, Shannon, because those are conversations we don't have, and if you, if you now you would ask an adult black woman now, can I touch your hair? She'd be like, no, that's offensive to me. But you'd ask me to touch my hair. They we even have a song about touching my hair. Don't touch my hair. Wow, that's good and to know. I, you didn't know that. Mm-hmm. You didn't know that. And so to sit down, we'll have to sit down and, and at some point tell the history. Uh, yeah, that would be so cool. Why that is. Yeah. But I ha- I love having the conversation. My secretary, you remind me of the hair thing. My secretary one day, I first started working in corporate America. She said, can I ask you something? She said, yesterday your hair had curls in it. And today I had worn it straight back. She mm-hmm. said, how did you do that? And I said, I have a permanent. And she said, she had this look on her face. And I'm, yeah, I have a permanent. So. You know, I go home and I put, I, I curl up on curlers and it's curly. And then, but the permanent makes my hair straight so I can push it back. She said, oh, she said, you know, she said, we put, <laughs> we put permanents on our hair to do the opposite. To make it. <laughs> I didn't know that. I would have never known that unless we had that simple conversation. She just wanted, because she kept looking and she said, I just, I just didn't understand how you did that. <laughs> so, you know. We need to start someplace and having conversations. And, you know, and conversations. laugh. And have and a laugh. Saying, oh, not just saying, and not just saying, oh, that, oh, I know that was offensive to you, but why, what's the history behind that? Because that's how we learn. Right. And there is and always history. There's always a reason why. There's always a reason. Yeah. But we won't go, we won't go to further to ask the second question because it makes us uncomfortable. Yeah. So our first inclination is to say, oh, okay, I didn't know that. I won't do that again. Mm-hmm. And we walk away, and mm-hmm. we have no greater understanding than we did when we were in the conversation. Oh, this is powerful. The f- <laughs> this is, the, you just hit something there, right? So, I, we, <laughs> mind blown. So, truth bomb. Um, it's not really advancing anything to just acknowledge that I've offended somebody. Exactly. Even if I've done it inadvertently, oh, I'm so sorry, I won't do that again. I might I might have a heart that says, yeah, that's, I would never want to offend you. But the true advancement comes when I ask the question, tell me more about that. Exactly. What's, what's behind that? Exactly. Wow. Because that's the only way that we can then begin to understand each other. Yeah. So I can walk away, you know, and say, and say, oh, that just offended me. Oh, I won't offend you. Oh, I won't ask you that. And you walk away thinking, I won't do that again. Right. 
but you but then you start having all these other conversations in your head, Shannon. Uh huh. Yeah. Which makes you wonder what other things shouldn't I do? Yeah. So therefore, you don't really you're not able to form a bond and a yeah. true friendship. Wow. So good, Barbara. I love you. I love you, I love you too. You know, Shannon. My table's always open. Anything that you want to ask, you said. Thank you, girl. I didn't want to ask out there, but Barbara, I'm gonna come. You just feel free, cause I'm gonna come to you too. Thank you, <laughs> and um, I will be the first to tell you I don't speak on behalf of all women, of all Michiganians, of all white people, of all John Maxwell coaches. I Thank speak you. for me. That's exactly That's it. well. You know what? But Shannon, I we laugh about that, but that is a a, a good thing to know too. Yeah. That all black people don't speak on behalf of black people, and even though we're black, we we are different colors of of, yeah. and, and we are we have to, but there's some commonality. There's a commonality uh, that generally is there, but our interpretation of it is even different. Yeah. So yeah. you know. You, you know, everyone does. Be, so I think that that's why it really forces us to come to the table yeah. with everyone we meet. Individuals. Yes. I value you. Yes. I bring and the we, honor I'm not, for I'm you. I'm not going to say, hey, well, I thought that was okay because my white girlfriend Shannon said it was okay. Right. Well, I may not think it's okay. And, you know, I'm I'm Caucasian too. So mm -hmm. just have, if we treat people with honor yeah. in terms of who they are as individuals, yeah. We'll be okay. Awesome. But let's get uncomfortable. Let's get comfortable being yeah. uncomfortable. All right. Thank you so much, Barbara. Thank you, and thank you to all of you people who have watched and will listen. Um, share this if it's added value to you. If you think it will add value to somebody you know, share it. Please spread this around. Uh, good conversations. I value you, Barbara, and, and your honesty. You, and with that, we are going to sign off. Mwah! I love you yeah, all. Love you guys. Take care. Thanks for us. We'll Thank see you, you soon. Me,